following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. I'm your Halloween host, Conquita Worst, the Eurovision 2014 song winner. I know I'm beautiful. We're going to play my hit single in a little while. But first, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell, otherwise known as... Caitlin. Caitlin Dubois. But it's spelled K-A-T-E. L A N D. Oh, my breasts. I almost injured the breast. How do you like these? Salt and peppers, baby. <laughs> what, what's up to the chat room? Everybody in the chat room, we hope you guys are doing well. If you want to see Caitlin. Kate Land, you illiterate and fool. Con- and con- Kate Land, if you want to see Kate Land and Conchita, all you have to do is hit the ITV button at the top of your screen, and we were sitting here all beautiful for you. Acting natural. <laughs> so what's up, chat room? We want to say hello. Jimmy McCreary from overthenews.blogspot.com. We've got Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Shows. We've got the beautiful goddess. We have Chinzia, Daryl. Uh, Tyrone, I don't know who that is. Everybody, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. And I forgot to introduce the cool man about town before the, behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, ladies? I mean, Ron. Uh, hi, hi, up, ladies. Hi, Chatty. Huh. Oh, uh, oh, 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 Chad, but I mentioned your name. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it. He's up to get so gorgeous, sexy, build like a big, big man. Uh, Oh, I can't wait to come to Florida. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness. What an intro. Turn up the air conditioning, please. It's so hot in here. Hello, <laughs> ladies. Hello. He says hello. <laughs> That's all I get, darling. I don't get that you want to caress my bosoms. Not really, but looking lovely, Caitlin. Well, well <laughs> Listen, Not really, but looking lovely. Listen, you don't even have to come to New York to feel my busts. I can mail them to you. <laughs> Roger you that. Play with them and then send them back to me, but wash them after you play with them. Roger that. There you Thank go. You. Oh, that's so funny. What's up? Also, we want to welcome Stefan in the chat room. We got a great we got a great show for you guys today. We have indie horror icon Edward X Young coming on the show, and we have Elsie and Adam Ginsberg from Twitch Productions coming on the show. It's going to be a lot and lot of fun. What are you doing, Caitlin? Oh, I'm just showing them my breasts because I had them put in last week and I'm so happy. But the only problem is, you know, when I go out on dates with these women and I'm wearing a gorgeous gown and I get an erection, the gown gets all crooked because my erection pushes up the front of the gown. So everybody said to me, you've got 
have it chopped up? And I said, no, if I have it chopped off, then I'll be a lesbian. And I'll have to use a dildo, and I don't want to use a dildo. I want to use my real wang. So that's why I'm leaving my wang on. But I'm all screwed up because I don't know what I am. Am I a man? Am I a woman? What am I? I don't know. They keep calling me her, her, her. But when I take a shower, I say him, him, him. Oh, my God. It's just so fucking frustrating. <laughs> well, Caitlin, Goddess says she's totally jealous of those tatas. They look fabulous. Well, too fucking bad, bitch. They're mine knockers. <laughs> and I they cost me $30,000, 15 a tit. There you go. So there. Huh. <laughs> you got to love it. Oh, my God. Today's show is going to be so exciting. So, Chad, say something. Something. Chad. Hello. This is Chad. I just want to make sure I can hear because I was having a problem hearing. So Yeah, um, you, guys are very, you guys are breaking up a little bit here. We're getting a little bit of freeze, freeze, freeze here and there. Because there's a storm out here. It's pouring oh, rain, darling. I see. <laughs> Do you like a little toy? You know what this is for? When they're lonely. Ladies. It's a ball scratcher. <laughs> a ball scratcher or a, <laughs> Easy. a finger. It's a, it's a clip picker. <laughs> don't, cut, don't cut the jewels. <laughs> oh, and then, you know, oh, 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 you got a place? It's multi purpose. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm going to have some more of my. My, my my tea with about five shots of vodka. <laughs> Unbelievable. What are you thinking, Chad? But he look but she looks pretty. Oh my god, listen that to that funny. noise. Oh, <laughs> that gets the men all crazy. They think it's <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. We uh, had a Actually they're talking about how good a job you do on your mate. Too. Oh, that's not makeup, darling. I just wake up this way. <laughs> <laughs> now, on this weekend, I was tortured, tortured to death. We went to this horrible thing where they have all these people signing photographs. Speak up a little. Oh, well, I'm a girl. I have a sore voice now. Oh, Do you want me to talk like a man again? Forget about it. I, you know, I, had tits. I want people to hear it in the Well, recording. I had tits put in to be abroad. I'm Caitlin, Caitlin. <laughs> Dubois. We spent we spent three days at this horrific affair that I despise because it was hard work. Getting uh, interviews with some of my good friends. I didn't bother interviewing a lot of the other people, such as one in particular called Adam Westman, who I thought was rude, and his manager was absolutely grotesquely rude, insulting me every mean, superior, and horrible, as some managers can be. We were at Chiller Theater. Right. Most managers are very nice and agreeable, and we liked them. He embarrassed me in, a group, in front of a group of people, including Julie Newmar. So I let him have it, Brooklyn style. I regret doing that because I was out of character. I shouldn't have lost my temper. But I was tired, and I just thought that when Adam West and his manager, the lighting wasn't good, he didn't want the interview, I would have preferred a no thank you, and I would have walked away. So I said to him, we have a very low lux camera. I just did Julie Newmar, and if you watch the Julie Newmar interview in a little while, you'll see how beautifully lit she was. Well, Adam West is 87 years old, and I guess he wants lighting that's going to make him look like Zaf Efron. Zach Efron. <laughs> but that lighting, that lighting doesn't exist, Adam. And you better tell your manager to be nicer to the people of the press. Because we can say terrible things about you, and I don't want to. Because today's a fun show. It's an up show full of laughs. So I'm going to sing my Christmas song. 
Jingle bells, Adam. Uh, no, jingle bells. Batman smells the the bat car lost its wheels. What's the uh, rest? Jingle bells. Batman smells Robin laid an egg. I forgot how it goes. I forgot. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to jingle have, bells. Have, Batman d- smells. D- Deirdre's coming on today for a <laughs> Halloween special, and we'll have Deirdre sing that song. Anyway, Adam West, I'm so sorry you're not a nice person. I, w- I met you years ago with uh, Merriweather, Lee Merriweather. We spent about two hours in the bar talking, and you were delightful. I have no idea if it's your manager that's at fault, and I suggest you get rid of him. I heard that he had about six or seven other events with people there, and that you and he had a big fight. So it sounded like he's just not a nice person, and lose him. Okay, baby, no more ever about this again. And Adam, if ever I see you, let's stop and say hello and chat about this because I hold no grudges with anybody. We had a good time. We didn't always have a good time, but we still had a good time at Chiller Theater. Uh, we were there. It was in New Jersey. We got to talk and interview Chris Marquette from Fanboys and Freddy vs. Jason and Girl Next Door and Just My Luck and Noel G from the Fast and Furious movies and, and Batman and Dark Knight, uh, John James from Dynasty, which we both thought was fabulous. He was super, super cool. Julie Newmar. Jerry- well, Julie Newmar's an old pal of mine from 100 years ago, and I was happy to do her interview. Actually, I went there targeting Julie, and when I got there, to my surprise, I found Bobby Benton, an old pal of mine who I haven't seen since Blackwell's funeral eight years ago, and then I interviewed another buddy of mine, Sybil Danning. Uh, Danning, who I haven't seen in 30, 40 years, who looks gorgeous, wonderful, watch her interview. And we also, he did an interview with fake Jan Brady. Don't uh, do that, I don't, like, I don't like that fake bullshit in the front of she played Jan Brady, and she's a darling person, and I love Jerry to pieces. Well, that's her website. <laughs> well, it's nuts. She's nothing fake about it. She did a brilliant job playing uh, Jan, whatever that frigga Brit Brat's name was. There you go. She's very nice. And then we also interviewed Madison and Mackenzie Lintz from, like, The Hunger Games and The Walking Dead and Under the Dome and Bosch. And uh, John James was awesome. And then we also interviewed a really cool guy, David Giancola. Yes. Who has an awesome, awesome? Uh, 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 hang on. Uh oh. Who has a, Who has an? Who, first of all, he did I a have movie. Props. He did a movie called Illegal Aliens with Anna Nicole Smith that happened to be, get done right before she died. The movie got heralded as the worst movie ever made, um, but it got it was the second biggest story in 2007 or something. The big, second biggest news story in the world, and uh, he did a documentary about making it called Addicted to Fame with him and John James from Dynasty, and the documentary is on Netflix, and the documentary is awesome. So everybody needs to check it out. We're going to have him come on the show, but Addicted to Fame was a great, great documentary on Netflix all about the making of the movie Illegal Aliens, um, which majority of the talk is about Anna Nicole Smith and, and showed like you know all the things that happened on set. I don't want to give it away, but you should definitely, definitely check it out. It's really, really cool. I had a great interview with him because, you know, my questions are not necessarily the questions that you want to ask if you were doing my job. And he answered them beautifully. And I said, you must come on our show so we can continue this. It was a great conversation with David more than an interview. You'll learn how unprofessional Nicole Smith was and what a pain in the ass she was and how she almost destroyed a whole movie because of being selfish and loaded on drugs. And then you'll find out towards the end about the, the mystery of her life. Was she murdered by, uh, what's his name? Not, not, Howard ha- not Howard Stern on radio. The Howard other, Stern, the other one. The other Howard Stern. Did Howard Stern kill her son and her, all that rumor stuff? It's 
it's a pretty interesting documentary. I loved it. You'll love it too. Is it on Netflix? Yes. Go to Netflix and look at it. You'll be fascinated by it. If you're a Cole uh, fan. And and maybe too, we got a bunch of new people who just joined the chat room. Let's give a shout out to Cindy Lady Lake. And in case you're wondering, hey. anybody like I'm wondering who I am for anyone who pays attention to music. The Eurovision 2014 Music Contest was won by the bearded lady, Conchita Wirtz. And that's me today, and we're going to play my number one single that sold millions of copies shortly. And you know what? I'm looking at myself on the monitor. I look like Deirdre's mother. <laughs> my God, look how, look how much I like Deirdre. And I look, look at this. My God, this is Deirdre when she's a <laughs> Back to my woman's voice because I have to be a woman on this show. You see, that's what I'm doing. I'm dressed up like a woman. Oh, oh, oh do you like my bosoms? Oh, it cost me 30000 Oh, oh, oh. Meanwhile, the Kardashians are so jealous of me. I'm wearing one of their gowns. Yes, I had to have, I had to have two feet taken in on the butt. Hmm. Also, we want to give a shout out to Ken Pettigrew. What's up, Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show? Caitlin loves you. <laughs> Caitlin is Caitlin in our chat room, darling. Oh, you're Caitlin. Oh, I thought the real Caitlin. No, but I'm Caitland. <laughs> I know Caitland. Because all the men like to land on me. <laughs> and now, if you're looking at your screen, there's a picture of me in one of my photo shoots. Chad, put that one back up. Roger. You look fabulous. Can you put that one back up? Roger that. All right, everybody. So, like, this is one of my more glamorous pictures from when I won the Eurovision contest in 2014 and sold like 10 million records. And um, I know that that I look better there than I do now because I didn't want to put on a woman's dress today, but mostly because we didn't have one that would fit. <laughs> we could have borrowed a Kardashian dress that would have fit you. There you well, go. She's as big as a truck. Oh, I hope they can't see me. Hold it. And. Um, um, yes, and now we have a caller getting ready to call in, and, and we're going to like take it up. And so, hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Mr. Edward X. Young. Hello, hello. Can, can you see me? Yes, we can see you. Can you see us? Oh, I'm very nervous. My, my first time on your show via Skype. It's, uh, it's, I'm thrilled to be connected, thrilled to be on your show. Happy Halloween. Nice. Yeah, we have our Mr. Hush Fangs on. That's right. I got the Mr. Hush Fangs on. Uh, Spoiler, my Mr. Hush is a vampire. Hi there. Would you bite me on my tit? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Certainly. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love tit pain. It would, be, it would be my great pleasure, yes. Oh, Since it's our <laughs> Halloween show, not only are Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell here, so is Caitlin Dubois. It's spelled K-A-T-E-L-A-N-D, Dubois, because all the men love to land on me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm Conquita Wurst, the winner, of, the bearded drag queen winner of the Eurovision 2014 uh, songwriting contest and singing contest. And we want to welcome to the show. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Uh, hello, everybody in the chat room. This is Edward X. Young, Mr. Hush. There you go. I can't hear anyone speaking in the chat room. Why is that? Because it's a chat room. They don't speak. Well, what the <laughs> fuck are they, stupid or what? Speak, you bitches. Speak. I have to hear you. I can't hear you through my earphones. Oh, it's such a mess this fucking television show really is. Caitlin <laughs> Dubois looks very familiar to me. <laughs> what? I guess. You look very familiar to me. I look familiar. I probably didn't look at you paid 50 bucks to last week when you picked me up on 30th and 49th Street. <laughs> I worked at one of I like that corner. It's a very, very busy corner. <laughs> I get all the uh, bridge and tunnel tricks. 
Which reminds me, uh, uh, I have a little bit of a riddle for you here. Uh, oh. Uh, how, how many how many dead hookers does it take to change a light bulb? Just me. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. I mean, I've got six of them in my basement, and it's still dark down there. Oh, she's so. Oh, that's cool. That's a stupid joke. <laughs> Come so on. Everybody give me, give me a hand. hand, you know? Oh, I tried. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We'll shake. Hang on. <laughs> Let's go shake hands. Yoo-hoo. Shake oh, hands. Oh, no, he's got a foot now. <laughs> Put my foot in my mouth. Do you, have, do you have a penis there? I could use that. Oh, but then again, I'm I'm Caitlin. I'm I'm straight. I must say it was a thrill to see you all at Kevin Clement's Chiller Theater convention last weekend. Yes. We had a good time. We had mostly a good time. I we had, had some a great interviews. Time. I hated it. I had a lousy time. I never go back. That that convention is a religious ritual for me. It's uh, something I commit myself to twice a year. I I've been going steadily since uh, 1994, and uh, fifth year anniversary. That, that's right. Yes, uh, I think it started. Yeah, it started 25 years ago. I've been going since '94, so I, I missed out on the first few years. But uh, I, it's always a thrill seeing John, the great John Zacherly, there. Absolutely. I, I, I didn't actually see him, so I didn't see him when he was there because we were only there on Friday and Sunday. And uh, But we did have some fun interviews and met a lot of cool people. The highlight of the weekend for me, actually, though, even though they had all these celebrities, the highlight of the weekend was meeting Jesse Camp from MTV because he was, like, way cool. Yes, I, uh, I regret that I didn't get interviewed by him. I was hoping that would be possible. I'll have to catch him next time. I saw him with his magnificent fur coat. Yes, and, and actually, Ron slash Caitlin walked up to him and said, oh, any man wearing a full-length fur coat, I love it. I didn't no, even no, recognize no, him. No, 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 I said to him, oh, look at you wearing a woman's coat, a woman's fur coat. I said, you know, I have a full-length ermine coat that Jimmy gave me, and I don't wear it because I'm so afraid somebody's going to throw paint on to stab me and, you know, these crazy people about animals. But I didn't kill that animal. Believe me, I didn't kill that That animal was dead long before I got back home because I caught the hunter. <laughs> you know, I'm very, I'm so upset. It was awesome. I heard his voice and I was like, oh my God, that's Jesse, that's Jesse Camp. Je Jesse told me, we were talking later after he put the cameras away, he apologized. He said, if you'd caught a hold of me sooner, I would have interviewed you. But um, he pointed out, he cited that his uh, his fur coat was was artificial fur. He he yes. believes in animal. He said, "I want Peter coming after me. Feel this. Look at it. It's not real." I know, Mink. That was real, Mink. <laughs> Trust Mink. Look, when those Johns give me furs, I make sure those furs are real. And I know a real Mink from a fake Mink. I'm starting to sound like Anna Nicole Smith now. Ooh. Now you got to go back to Ron because like this is going to get really irritating. <laughs> I, I have I have a leather jacket made out of human skin. I wonder if Pete would object to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So first of all, though, hold on. we got to tell everybody. All right, everybody, this is Edward X. Young. He's an actor. He's like the king of the indie horror films. He's been in. How many films have we made, Ed? Well, I, I uh, started, I mean, and, I, and I'd love to give a great lesson to actors, young and old, at any age. I didn't, even though I studied acting in my youth, I went, I went the conservative route, you know, corporate job, marriage, which ended badly. I didn't start acting until 10 years ago, already in middle age. And in 10 years, I was going to try it on one film. And uh, if, it, if it worked, great. If not, I was never going to audition again. I wasn't going to uh, you know, ruin my hopes and dreams. But I got lucky. 
And uh, my first movie in 2005, 10 years ago, was a great picture called Sea of Dust, which was a Hammer film tribute, co-starring the great Ingrid Pitt, the Hammer film star of The Vampire Lovers and Countess Dracula. And we had, Tom, we had Tom Savini, the godfather of gore. But I've since made, I think, either 73 or 74 independent horror and sci-fi movies in the past decade. There you go. Actually, that's a lot of horrible stuff. Actually, hold on, Chad. Hi, Captain. Hey, Chad. Like I know, I told you, Mister Hush. First, is it hard to pull up Sea of Dust since he brought it up? No, nope, we can do it. Um, so here's what we're gonna do, because it, it's a very short, it's a very short uh, trailer. Um, you're gonna introduce it for us there, Mister Edward X Young, and then we're gonna play the trailer for everybody to see. And this is your first film that actually won a bunch of awards. It won a lot of awards, and. I'm very proud that I auditioned for a small part in that. I didn't want to push my luck, and the director, Scott Bunt, gave me a leading role as Dr. Maitland, one of the heroes, and uh, I said, why did you give this to me? I mean, I haven't acted in like 20 years. He said, you're the only actor that came in here and gave an audition redolent of Christopher Lee. This was the role I would have written for him if I could have got him. But it's a freaky, trippy movie, hard to uh, describe. One critic said, it's like Brides of Dracula meets Blue Velvet. I'll leave it at that. All right, so you introduce it, so if people know the title, say, I'm Edward Exxon, and this is my movie, Sea of Dust, or some shit uh, like that. I would I, love for you to be the leading man in my new movie that was shooting in six months. It's called, I Fell in Love with a Chick with a Dick. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, <laughs> you have to do me, too, in the film, you know. It's a little XXXXX, like your name. No, no, it's, oh, it's a little like, like Ed, Ed X. I have, I, I've actually, well, I've actually done some horror movies that were like, they, even though they weren't officially rated, they really pushed the envelope way into the NC-17 category uh, for a company called Best Deaths. Some pretty rough pictures there. So I, I'd go there. If, if you're serious, I'd go there. But I am Edward X. Young, and this is a trailer of my first film. My first film, Sea of Dust, shot in 2005. And um, it's, uh, it's available on video. I think it's on Netflix, not streaming. But you can have them send you the DVD. But it's won a lot of awards. It was a great picture with, with me, uh, my friend Bill Timoney, who's my mentor. I don't want to forget him. He got me involved in the project, convinced me to act again. And Tom Savini is in it, The Godfather of Gore, and Ingrid Pitt, and Stuart Rudin. Stuart Rudin, who has multiple Migs in Silence of the Lambs. And we have also Scream Queen Susie Lorraine. I'll let it go at there that. There you go. She's been on the show. All right, Chad, take it away. See you in dust. Beyond the Black Forest. In the fairy tale village of Heidelberg, an unspeakable evil has been unleashed. I am Thruster John. It's happening here, too. To a lesser extent, but I knew there was something amiss, but I had no idea what it was tied to, and I certainly didn't expect it to lead to murder. How many have been affected? There's no way of knowing. There could be dozens of cases that went unreported. We've got to go back for the professor. We'll need his help. It is impossible. You're a myth. How do we fight an enemy who's already inside us? I've got a handful of scalpels and a bone saw. Maybe a few tools in the back room. Not much else. You're an amateur. She's hollow. It's really quite amazing how this was done. You were chosen to bring the kingdom of Christ to its completion. You can find your own 
Now, religion and science collide in a controversial new film directed by Scott Bunn. Ah! Was that really necessary? <laughs> I want you to kill me! There's no need for violence. Wherever did you get that idea? Starring Tom Savini, the godfather of gore. Ingrid Pitt, star of The Vampire Lovers. And America's sweetheart, Stuart, multiple Migs rudest. Cease time! And introducing Troy Holland as Stefan Kristoff in the terrifying true story of a myth. You can't understand salvation without suffering. That became flesh. There's some salvation for you. of you. He's inside all of us. Yeah, everybody, that's Sea of Dust. Edward X. Young's first, wow. first feature film. It's we a, saw that movie. We saw that movie, yes. That a, it actually won a film festival we were at. It was it was this film festival that I wear on my shirt. The uh, Parafest. The Parafest. I'm wearing the Parafest well, shirt that here. Was, that was, um, what's the face? Elsie and no, Adam, no, wasn't no, it? No. Didn't Elsie give you an award that night? Yes, it, it, won the, well, it won the award for best picture. And yeah, the but Elsie gave you the award, best actor. Yeah. But it wasn't at her event, though. It was just at yeah. Parafest, right? But the producer, Scott Bunt, that he produced, directed, and wrote it, and, and w along with his wife, Pauline Bunt, uh, he was actually given the award for the best picture at the festival, and he said, I've done so much to promote the movie, and my contributions were so extraordinary that he said, I don't deserve the award you do, and I'm giving this award to you. It's your award. So I'm very proud to have that hanging on my wall. And uh, and uh, anyhow, I, I love Sea of Dust. It actually brings tears to my eyes. I'm very sad because Ingrid Pitt has passed on, and we became very close friends after that. I never had a chance to visit her in England, but we stayed in communication on a regular basis. She would always send me uh, loving, almost quasi-pornographic emails trying to seduce me across the pond. <laughs> she liked, Caitlin likes that. Oh, I'm going to do that. Give me, I have her, and I know you a long time, and you never made a pass at me. Never. I never, I never saw you in that kind of dress before with that luxurious <laughs> hair. Maybe. <laughs> So you're saying you don't like me when, I, when I'm a man? When I was a man before I became Caitlin, now I'm a woman. I just put in $30,000. You know, today is, today is Julia Roberts' uh, uh, 48th birthday, October 28th. Oh, my 48th, too. And, well, with that hair, you kind of look a lot like Julia Roberts. You're oh, very, yeah. very That's a good compliment. I'll take that one. I'm really Julia Roberts <laughs> pretending to be somebody else on the Jimmy Starr show. So let's talk about horror a little bit. Like, is that your favorite genre? Do you like horror movies? Do you watch horror movies? Because you make a lot of since you've made like seventy of them. Like, well, uh, is this something that you sit around and would watch when you're when you're not working? Well, let me tell you, there's a funny story behind this. I'm glad you asked me this question because uh, from the time I was a little kid, I loved. I don't know why. I, I loved horror films. I just that was crazy about them. And and when I and you know even despite the facts of my family's efforts to drive me away from such things. And when I was in acting school, in college and outside of college even, uh, my professors and acting teachers, when I would bring up the point that I was interested in acting in horror movies, they, 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 
they acted like that was so D class A. Like you should aim higher for you know sitcoms or TV <laughs> commercials or Broadway shows. My great acting professor from Seton Hall University, Doctor Doctor McGlone, even told me he said you're you're great at like soft comedy, like light comedy. You should be a Jimmy Stewart type guy. What do you want to do these monster movies for? And uh, you know, but uh, what the irony is, when I decided to start acting again uh, 10 years ago after my divorce, when I was working for a newspaper in New Hampshire that folded, I decided to come back to the New York area. I was going to audition for anything, and I went to a lot of auditions at first, but uh, it seems that if I auditioned for a regular drama or a comedy where I played a cop or a father or or you know the you know the banker. It was always don't call us, we'll call you. Or like we like you, we'll get back to you. If it was a horror movie, for instance, oh. my movie, my movie Mold, a horror science fiction movie. I walked in there to audition, and the director Neil Machino said, "Please wait." And I said, "Wait for what?" And he said, "We were just talking after your audition, and we just want to know there's a lot of people out there waiting to come in here." Uh, if you are willing to commit to this role right now, we'll just tell them to go home. And uh, and it kind of happened like that, and uh, and it, it's it seems that every time I audition for a horror or sci-fi film, wham bam, I, I get the part. I, I seldom rejected. What was your favorite? Okay, so you said like growing up, you always liked them. So what's like the horror movie that stands out for you as a kid? Not one of your movies, but a movie that you like so much that it made you think I'm going to be a horror movie actor. I I know exactly what I'll answer. Okay, when I was. When I was you know, horror movies, I mean, I'm, I'm 56 years old. I'm not going to lie about my age. Horror movies when I was a kid. <laughs> horror, movies, horror movies back in the 60s were, for a while, kind of regarded as kids' fair. You know, they would show these horror I mean, you know, Christopher Lee, he was very scary as Dracula, but you'd go to see it at the local theater. They'd give out plastic fangs. You'd get vomit bags. But um, I saw a movie when I was eight years old. It was released. My, my folks thought nothing of dropping me off at the theater. There was no rating system at the time. And they, they left me at the theater to walk in on my own in Dallas, Texas, to see Night of the Living Dead, the original black and white directed by George Rupert. I that movie. She loves that movie. one, too. I just loved it. I got, I, all, I got all wiggly all over. <laughs> well, I sat, I sat in that theater. And a lot of kids started whimpering, crying, fleeing. Uh, they were sobbing. They were, they were really traumatized by it. And I was thinking at the age of eight, wow. Some you know, I've never even seen it. Like, I, I mean, I'm such a big horror movie fan. You'd think I would have seen it, but I've never actually even seen it. Oh, you are, you are remiss. You are yeah. remiss. You go to the Chiller Theater conventions. You, you must see Night of the Living Dead. It's like saying you never saw Citizen Kane. And if you were, you know, I you, did see Citizen Kane. That's that's a great <laughs> only movie. Since, only since I met Caitlin over it's here. It's like though. saying you never saw the Jimmy Star show. That's, that's right. True. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Night of the Living Dead uh, uh, traumatized and awed me and inspired me. When I was eight, I decided I want to someday make movies like this. And uh, it took me, it took me maybe uh, uh, thirty-seven more years before I finally started doing it. But uh, you know, it was my destiny. So you did another film, and actually we had a whole we had the cast on the show years ago when this film came out, everybody. But it, it's available. Where do we go? Where do people see Mr. Hush? First of all, where do people actually go see it? Mr. Hush is my biggest hit. Uh, Mr. Hush is well. If you're on, if you're a Netflix member, anybody who's on Netflix, it's streaming free. I mean, if you're a member, it's there in the catalog. Just look for Mr. Hush, and you could watch it. But 
it's available on DVD and Blu-ray everywhere. I mean, it's in Walmart. It's in it's in the FYI's uh, Suncoast. Anybody, any place that still sells, still sells this DVDs. Is, this is like your first though, because you're the star of this film. This is like the you are Mr. Hush. So like, this is the the starring role. Is this was this your first starring role that where you're like the actual like the lead lead? Mr. Hush was my first titular role. I love that word titular. <laughs> I played the Genius. title character. You could appreciate now, titular. And actually, you guys, Mr. Hush is a cool movie. It's done by David Madison, and it stars Brad Lurie, who was like, who was he, like Jason or Michael Myers or somebody? Uh, Brad, Brad Lurie was uh, Michael Myers in the last of the original Halloweens. That was Halloween Resurrection, the one where Jamie Lee Curtis finally got killed, and she refused to do the movie unless she was killed, killed, dead, okay, absolutely dead. So there was no way to bring her back. So Brad Lurie gets to choke her, stab her, beat her, hang her, and then throw her off the roof. So she's just it's also got dead. It's also got Stephen Jeffries, you guys, and Stephen Jeffries, everybody knows him from Fright Night. Evil and, Ed. Uh, huh? He played Evil Ed in Fright Night. Yeah, he, he was Evil Ed, Evil Ed in Fright Night. So we've got the trailer for this. We're going to just play it real quick. It's only like a minute long. Chad, Absolutely. you got that? Let's go. All right, everybody, so this is Ed Young's first starring role film. It's called Mr. Hush. You can uh, buy it or, or download it or rent it all over the place. Look it up and check it out, and here we go, Mr. Hush. You know, Daddy, I love you, my bestest buddy. I love you. On Halloween night, I opened the door of our house to a lunatic. What's left of her is upstairs. <laughs> I hope everything is going to be okay. I think so. I'm going to show you what a psycho I can be. <laughs> Man, people don't just vanish into thin air. You heard her, I'll tell you! I have killed hundreds. Maybe thousands. Run for the door! <laughs> there you go. There we go, everybody. So that's Mr. Hush. Oh, it's a I, it's a fun I, film. It's a it's a, a vampire oh, film. There's scary. another star of, of Mr. Hush that you shouldn't forget. Steve oh, Dash was the original uh, Jason Voorhees. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part Two. Not listening. No, I, I need him now. Ed, come and hold me tight. I'm oh, so frightened it. by those monster people. Would you come and sleep with me tonight and protect me? <laughs> I'll, I'll be at a convention at the Phillipsburg Mall Friday through Sunday. Why don't you visit me there? It's not too far from where you are, Phillipsburg, New Jersey, just across the Delaware River. Never again will I go to one of those horrible events. I hate them. <laughs> Too many people banging me, and I don't mean the right thing. Actually, mean, though, you're right, Steve Dash. Bang. Steve Dash, you guys, for horror fans, everybody knows who Steve Dash is, and uh, he's been on the show two or three times, and he is the original uh, uh, Jason. Jason, right? He was Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 2 before the hockey mask. He was right. the Jason Voorhees in the, the bag. Sack yeah. Man mask. I also noticed that you yeah, you recently did a film, and I don't know if it's out yet for people to see it, called uh, Bite School, but it's got... We had James Balsamo on the show <laughs> one time, and uh, Butch Patrick and Ron Jeremy. Butch Patrick is Eddie Munster, and uh, everybody knows Ron Jeremy because he's like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> I know 
him. Ron Jeremy I has. You would. He was the guy with the big schlong in his porno movies, but he's old, fat, and ugly, and who cared about his schlong? I mean, nobody he's, wants that. He's a very charming gentleman, though, with a great sense of humor. But yes, I am in Bite School. It's a vampire academy, and I play the Count Vampire King Dean of the university, and I have my uh, most uh, most frequent acting partner, the diminutive homunculus John Link, plays my toady. Which, who we met? Well, we met one time before. We met at the Twitch Twitch Productions Macabre Festival, uh, Macabre Fair Film Festival, and we saw him again with you this weekend. So he's kind of like your shadow. We've done 20 movies together. There you go. And we are in bite school. I, I want to just quickly introduce a friend of mine who is here, because I don't want to leave him out. I, I'm very proud of a movie I'm making called Bigfoot Blood Trap, directed and written by John Arricchio. And I'm co-directing it with him in a certain sense as the AD. But I, I play a mad scientist who captures a live Bigfoot and tries to breed him with human women. It's full of pornography and gore. And I have, I have the, the, one of the actors, we have three actors playing the Bigfoot, but Steve Lanous is here, and he plays the Bigfoot in many of the scenes. Hey, Steve, come on on and say hi to everybody. What's How up? Doing? Hello. Actually, we have um, Adam Ginsberg and Elsie Ginsberg coming on next, and like I think he's in that film also, isn't he? Yes, they are. Adam and Elsie play uh, a, an evangelistic couple looking for their lost adopted daughter, who we have in the basement with the Bigfoot. So is it going to be a good Bigfoot movie? Well, I mean, the Bigfoot is a real bastard in this. He rapes and murders people. It's, it's a nasty-ass Bigfoot. So it's a nasty Bigfoot. I like that. We have, we have Deb, Debbie D. plays the adopted daughter of Adam and Elsie Ginsberg, and she's chained up naked in the basement with the Bigfoot raping her while, while we're serving them tea upstairs and saying, we don't know what happened to your daughter. Yeah, so Bigfoot never <laughs> rapes anybody, so that's a whole new concept. Oh, God, this Bigfoot <laughs> rapes a lot of women in this one. Now, listen, <laughs> question. They say a man's size is as big as his feet and his hands, so is Bigfoot as big as his foot? You'll have to ask Steve. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> big, like, big like his feet and his hands because, you know... I'm a lonely girl. I just converted from a man to a woman, and I'm lonely. But I don't know if I like women or men because I'm all screwed up. Well, I, I'll tell you, Steve here, he won't, he's a very modest guy, but uh, he would make Ron Jeremy look like, uh, no. like he was hung like a marmoset monkey. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've never made a marmoset monkey. What is that? <laughs> Tiny. Oh. Well, I must have monkeys are like this big. Oh, tiny little monkey meat. Monkey <laughs> yes. meat. Monkey meat. He's got monkey meat. <laughs> now that I've discussed Steve's member, he's uh, blushed and moved out of the picture here. <laughs> Did we freeze up? Something happened. Uh-oh. The picture has frozen. Can you still hear me? In a remote oh, desert lab. Stacky Mort has been developed to colonize within seconds. A hazardous experiment's gone horribly wrong. Holy Jesus! Unleashing a tidal wave of green terror. The infection grows. How do I get this shit off of me? The control Every agent hasn't been tested yet. If it's loose in here, it's only gonna get worse and fast. We'll have to spray the whole place down. That stuff will kill you. In science fiction color. We're gonna try to get out of here. We have to be sure that we are free of infection. Look at this. I'm coming in! A shocking display of blood, 
anyone get out alive? Maybe. I never put a lot of confidence in maybes. I prefer sure things. Trapped. I say we get the hell out of here before the shit spreads everywhere. Betrayed. Sabotage. Mold. This isn't science. It's murder. <laughs> Coming this fall. Hey, Chad. Yo. Do you still have Edward Young on the phone? I do. I, I, can, can you still see me and hear me? No, I can't see anything. Hang on. Let me, uh... There's a very big I'm storm to connect. It's not you. Who, Chad, there did we lose you or did you lose us? Because I can't see anybody. No, nope, I just lost you. Uh, I, I, your, your image was suddenly frozen. Let me see if I get the image back here. You guys pulled a Walt Disney. Okay. Hang on. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Don't worry about it, Ed. We can hear you. I'm trying to figure out how to get. I'm trying to figure out how to get the picture back, Chad. How do I get the picture back? I hit, I hit the camera icon. I don't know what's happening here. Uh, suddenly, things froze up. No, it's not you. It's me. I can't see anybody. I can't see anything. Uh, we have big storms out here too. I, I'm glad you showed the mold clip. <laughs> hey, Chad. Yeah, I don't know why it's not working. Because like I can't there see are anything. Storms. Not Actually, all right. Everyone, call me back. All right, all right, I'm going to call back. Storm. Nobody's... Should I call back? Sure, please do. I'll do my... We're going to have to edit this. Okay, there Chad. There you go, that worked. All right, I'm there. Do we have to call him, or is he going to call us? Nope, we got him. All right, cool. Now we're back. Ed, hit your, hit your video monitor. The video monitor. Are we back? Yeah, we're back. There, there we go. go. Sorry, everybody. That's all right. Lots of, I, yeah. lots of storms up here. Skype's pooped out on us, so we ap apologize, and we will have to edit that a little bit. Technical problem. The mold clip, right? Yeah, but we still saw okay. the mold clip, so that works. And we were talking about when is Bigfoot Blood Trap coming out. Bigfoot Blood Trap is still in production. We'll probably be shooting it uh, probably into the early part of next year. Uh, Bigfoot Blood Trap is based on a true story, actually. And uh, that there are certain forces in the government that don't want us to tell this story. And, and we, we have been besieged by all kinds of calamities and tragedies. We were supposed to have finished shooting this last spring, but things keep going wrong. But we're determined to reveal this, this story to the world, and we challenge you to prove it didn't happen. There you go. Okay. Look at all the Caitlin faces. <laughs> Caitlin's making faces. But you, but you did successfully show the clip for Mold, right? Yeah, we did. Everybody saw it. Because I, mold, mold. I love mold. I, I love the movie Mold! Exclamation point. Neil Machina, Neil Machina wrote and directed it. I played an army colonel, and uh, it was the first time I, I had shaved my beard off in uh, like twenty five years. But uh, the director was willing to let me keep my beard. I, I said I, I haven't shaved since I was you know in college and. He said, you can keep the beard. I said, you know, I'm playing an army colonel. They will laugh at you if I have a beard. You can't have a beard in the army. But I, I really love Mold. It's a beautiful film. And, and recently, uh, it's been picked up by an Italian distributor, Necrostorm. And they're going to enhance it, jazz it up. And it may be on Italian TV soon. But it's a personal favorite role of mine. And, okay. Uh, well, and shaving your face was good. I didn't shave under my arms because I'm still <laughs> half a man. You know, I'm still like, I have a penis... And breasts and my hairs, I run under my arms. 
Well, I'm confused. A lot of, I'm a so lot of the confused. European chicks do that. Yes, they do. A lot of the European chicks do do that. I remember I met I, some years ago. I met Charlotte Rampling. I noticed she hadn't shaved under her arms. I don't even know who that is. I'm just still a man in some parts, and I don't know what I'm doing. I have to ask <laughs> sisters, Kardashians. You know, they don't know what to do with me. Either. Do you watch reality TV? First of all, everybody in the chat room wants whatever you're drinking. Um, they've they've made several comments, and um, uh, land land shark. Land, Jimmy Buffett beer. Land Shark. Okay. It's Jimmy Buffett's Screw beer. That. Yeah, we don't want to give him a free commercial. I'm sorry. Uh, forget it. It's, it's just rot <laughs> gut whiskey. Kettle one straight, <laughs> baby, in this big glass. Kettle one straight. <laughs> so, do you watch reality TV at all? Since she's like a Kardashian over here next to me. Well, yeah. I'm learning to be a Kardashian because they're my daughters. Could you believe I have daughters? I mean, I'm all screwed up. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, that's Kate Lynn. You're Kate Land. I'm Kate Land. Everybody <laughs> likes to land on me. <laughs> I'm proud to say that I've been featured in a popular reality show. Okay, what popular reality show? And you can see this on Netflix, too, because they carried on Netflix. Cake Boss, season one, episode six. That was, it was from, uh, 2000, uh, it was from 2009. And uh, uh, they made a zombie cake for the Asbury Park zombie walk. And uh, it was the second of the zombie walks there. And that was where the zombie walk started. Everybody around the world copied them. But um, uh, I had done my own makeup. I had proceeded to win first prize. And uh, the producers approached me, and they, they said, oh, you, that's great makeup you did there. How do you learn how to do that? I said, well, I'm an actor. They said, oh, you're an actor. Well, yeah, I guess you want to be on our show. And I said, what is it? They said, we can't tell you. It's a reality show, so we can't tell you what it is or what to do. You just got to do your own thing. But I did my own thing, and they used me in it. I will say that uh, I have a line. I'm probably the only zombie that has a line in the whole episode. All right, I so let's, let's, let's go to how we can tell people. First of all, because I know you're not doing a lot of social media. We talked about it. We're going to try and get you in it. Do you have, like, a Facebook fan page or anything, or what do you got going uh, on? No, I'm, I'm going to build that after Halloween. I'm very busy because I've got another convention this weekend, and I've got actually I've got conventions the next three weekends. I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in New Jersey, Phillipsburg, New Jersey this weekend, then out in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania the following weekend, and then I'm in, back in Virginia, the one after that. But after, after the 15th of November, I'm going to contact you, and you could educate me on doing Twitter and getting so into stuff. So none of your fans can find you anywhere on social media yet, except for on Facebook. I keep my Facebook page public so people can see everything that I post on there. All right, so it's Edward X. Young on Facebook, everybody. Um, check out all his movies, Mr. Hush, Sea of Dust, Mold, Bite School, Sheriff Tom vs. the Zombies, Bigfoot Blood Trap when it comes out. He's got tons and tons of films, and uh, you guys should support him. He's a great, great indie actor. Look at that. He's got all of them up there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, oh, that's <laughs> look at he's got all of them. Look at them. He's, they're handing them to him. Mr. Hush. Mr. Hush is the one. Make sure you go see Mr. Hush. Uh, we've had everybody from it on the show. It's been really cool. Um, we're gonna like we're gonna like let you go. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Caitlin, do me, thank do me you. a favor. When you talk to Dave Madison, I've been trying to light a fire under his ass for years. We got to do a sequel to Mr. Hush. The, at the conventions, people are begging for it. But before we transition, I want to say that I totally, I really totally love. Adam and Elsie Ginsberg, and I'm glad that they're following me. Absolutely, they're, they're my favorite. They're two of my favorite people in the whole world, and they uh, they helped me out. You know, we were joking here, but at a time in my life which was very dark, uh, when I'd been beset by some tragedies and was ready to give up and just move back to New Hampshire, they pretty much said, you know, we're going to help you, and they brought me to their convention and treated me like a 
like a king, like a prince. They gave me my, my own table, a throne, and, uh, and they, they inspired me to keep going with this business. I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't for them, and I just totally love them, those people. They're going to be fabulous, and they're coming on in a little bit. We wish you all the luck and all the success with all your movies. I think it's super great that you've got all of them going on. Say something, Caitlin, because we're letting them go. Oh, okay. Um, Say I, something as Ron. No, I, Ron is not here. I'm in character, you cocksucker. Excuse me, <laughs> that's getting edited. Oh, well, anyway, look at that. It's your face, Jimmy, before you put the makeup on. There you go. That's Jimmy, Jimmy, darling. Anyway, Ed, I want to say yeah. to you that you're one of my favorite friends, and I love you to death, and I hope to see you really soon again. And by then, maybe I'll have my a, a vagina, and then maybe you can make love to me. <laughs> I hope I'll be back on the show again in the near future, too. Only Absolutely. If, only, only if you get on your knees. <laughs> uh, okay, why not? <laughs> Pretty much live Everybody, my life. Everybody, Ed, Edward X. Young. Ed, thank you so much. I have a great you. Halloween. I, I certainly will. Always do. All righty. Bye-bye. Thanks. Love you both. Bye-bye. Love you back. He's so cute, isn't he, girls? <laughs> I could spend the night with him. Wouldn't bother me. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do, you guys. Um, I want everybody to see who I'm supposed to be looking like, so we're going to play a video for you. The name of the song is Rise Like a Phoenix. Uh, the singer is Conquita Worst. This song won the Eurovision 2014 like European like song of the year or whatever. It's really really cool, and um, um, everybody loves Ron's dress. And so Chad, we got that ready. See. Si. All right, everybody. Here's "Rise Like a Phoenix" by Conquita Worst. Waking in the rubble. Walking over glass Neighbors say we're troubled Well, that time has passed Peering from the mirror No, that isn't me A stranger getting nearer Who can this person be? You wouldn't know me at all today from the fading light of life Rise like a phoenix Out of the ashes seeking Rather than vengeance Retribution you were warned Once I'm transformed Once I'm reborn You know I will rise like a phoenix But you're If you're free No one could have witnessed What you did to me Cause you
Deirdre I'm Witch, Conquita Worst, and Caitlin, Kate Land. K-A-T-E-L-A-N-D. Because everybody likes to land on me. Oh, <laughs> honey, you need to shave your chest. You're gonna... Well, I'm confused yet. I don't Are know the what hormones I hormones not working? Well, well, I didn't shave under my <laughs> arms or my chest because I'm still a man in a dress oh. with a tits. I don't know what I am. I'm just all screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Chad. How are you? What's up? How are you? I'm doing well. Looking good. Looking good. Thank you. Nice, uh, nice to say, I'm say see you again, but nice to hear you now, again. Listen, make a straight face, Deirdre. <laughs> okay. Don't we look alike? I look like her mother. Oh, she's back from the dead. A little bit. <laughs> a little tiny bit. <laughs> Hi, everybody in the, in the chat, chat room. room saying hello. Hi, everybody in the chat room. I missed you guys. Oh, I missed you too. And I, ho- I hoped everybody liked Rise Like a Phoenix too. You guys should download that song. It's freaking you sing awesome. really well. Thank you. Wow, I didn't realize. What a beautiful, beautiful. I look better uh, when I don't have my glasses on. Beautiful. I, I can't. I'm stuck. Everybody loves the hat. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, yeah. I figured we have- in true fashion. I'm coming out of the witch. The, uh, I'm coming out of the witch's closet. And we redid the studio so the camera really can't be moved back further so we can see her face. Oh, so bad. Oh, I want oh, to see her <laughs> ugly face anyway when I'm on the screen. Look at me. I'm just gorgeous. Oh. You're so evil. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a Jimmy Star original. Unfortunately, the camera can't really zero in. Oh. But the arm sleeves are all Day of the Dead um, oh. fabric. Skulls. Yeah, let me stick your Skulls, arm up. and it's very cool. And it's got wait, denim wait, lining on it. Why isn't she on camera? Because you're evil. That's why. Slide over, darling. Show your shirt. No, it's just uh, there. It's it. there. It's a, uh, there's a delay. This is. You know what? I just sounded like our friend Terry when I said darling. You did. <laughs> darling, call me. I'm and this shirt I'm is for so sale. I'm so busy, Ron. I'm so busy, darling. Call me. That's our friend Teresa. All you she have to do, like you guys, that. to find all the Jimmy Star stuff is go to Jimmy Star Brand on eBay. Jimmy Star, Jimmy Star Brand on Woo. eBay. Hey, oh, did you do the commercial? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> We're doing a Jimmy Star commercial. What oh, Jimmy I love Star? That. It's Christmas time. Stop! It's 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 Christmas time, and everybody should do their shopping online because you beat the crowds. You don't use gas, and you don't have to walk around the stores and catch the flu and bed bugs. So shop online, but you have to go to Jimmy Star brand because he's got all kinds of new things up that are wonderful. Beautiful things, exciting things at a very good Christmas price. And now you got to do Jimmy, plug Shut in. up, I'm doing the commercial. Okay. Because Jimmy wants you to <laughs> Jimmy wants to ring in your Christmas holiday happily and he's not going to overcharge you, so he'll charge you a good price, a little over what it costs him because these products are made in America, they're handmade. And they're one of a kind. And they're one of a kind, so they're not cheap junk like you buy at, at Kmart. Oh my god, Kmart, I said it. Oh. Anyway, no, it's, a, it's Walmart. That's the worst one. Go to Jimmy Star. Now I will turn you Jimmy over Star to JimmyStarBrand.com. Would you stop it already? You have no finesse. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Listen, now I'm going to turn you over to Jimmy Star, who will tell you all about it and where to get and how to get his fabulous clothes. All you have to do is go to eBay and type in the search, Jimmy Star Brand, and like all kinds of things will come up. You can also go to JimmyStarsWorld.com. 
and uh, hit on the, the 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 shop button, and it'll take you to eBay. And Rebel just did it too. eBay stores. eBay.com. Jimmy Star brand and collectibles. There you go. Way to go, Rebel. Thank you. Hi, Rebel. Hi, Ginger. And hi, hi James. Rebel. Hi, Cuz. Cuz is in there too. Oh, hey, Cuz. What's going on? Chinzia. I loved your picture, Cuz, of the beautiful tree. By the way, it was gorgeous. What tree? She um took a picture of a beautiful tree outside of I'm assuming her house or where she lives. It's oh, got she's such beautiful yellow her. and and gold and amber. It's very, very Halloweeny and very, very That's fall. because she's artistic like we are. Well, she's a, she's it's a in our blood. It's is. in our narrow blood. Oops, I gave the name. Anyway, <laughs> not supposed to. She'll smack Every, me now. Everybody loves your hat. Oh, my witch's hat. Thank you. Nobody loves my hair. I finally get to wear it and be proud. It's my day. Nobody witches lo- unite. Nobody Pagans likes unite. my hair. Druids unite. You know, it's all about me today because I'm, you know, Caitlin. Uh, can I, can uh, I leave now? <laughs> no, no. Nobody likes my hair. You know who does my hair? Who does Kardashian's hair? I have no the idea. The one that does Lara's hair. I have no idea. We're not going to give him a plug anyway. He's mean. <laughs> if it's the right one, no, I don't know. No, he doesn't do her hair. Oh, he doesn't no. do her hair. No. So it was a mistake. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to talk anymore because I'm just too gorgeous for this crappy show. I'm just going to sit here and let my beauty fly out the camera into your world. And you can all admire me. And if you want, for $45, I'll send you a signed 8 by 10 of myself. Like they did it. There. Everybody says how what a lovely witch you make, Deirdre. Thank you. Oh, man. You're ignoring me. You're going to her. I'm so jealous. Oh, it's all about me, not her. Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. What an intro. That's the way she gets. <laughs> Woo. Someone forgot their meds today. That's all right, a, you, you know, know what? Well, you'd have meds too if you had thirty thousand no, dollars worth of tits put no, in. No, I get it. You're on the hormones, and you know you're fluctuating. Trying to and get it all to work to, out. Yeah, they're trying to find the right cocktail for you. I I fully understand, and you have my compassion. Absolutely. But I have up. something that might help your um, imbalance, and that's chocolate because today's National Chocolate Day. Oh, I love that. I know. Oh, I'm so excited, so and I just excited. had some chocolate. You know, chocolate yes. is like when I see, you know, black men, I think of chocolate. And so did my sister. My daughter's the Kardashians. Well, oh, yes. They love chocolate. Well, see. <laughs> because, you know, chocolate's delicious. It's well, so yes, sweet. you can have all kinds of chocolate. You can um, totally adore your chocolate lover if you have one. Or you can go out and buy a chocolate bar. So Since either all you way, Kardashians really love that. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, you can, um, you know, get your, get your fix and get your need on your chocolate man or your chocolate chocolate bar. Ooh. Look at mother and mother and daughter. Oh, yes. So lucky I am. <laughs> it's okay. not really mother and daughter though. No. Cuz you still have a penis, so you're not really a mother. No, because you're a you're a Dubois and she's not. I'm Well, she's um, Dubois not my I real name. I was adopted, name. so therefore <laughs> Dubois Dubois is my stage oh, name. Dubois. My real name is uh, uh blowjob. You're disgusting. But I couldn't know my name was in French, Blojab. It's a beautiful name, Blojab. And my real name was Bernice Blojab. Wow. And I couldn't go around with Blojab because in America they pronounce it Blojab. And it's not Blojab, it's Blojab. So I became, I was going to be Demi Tass, but that's too coffee-ish. So then I became Dubois. So now I'm, uh, what am I, well, Caitlin Dubois. Blojab. 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 <laughs> It's spelled B-L-U-G-A-R. Blowjob. And you're going to be doing porno, I guess, because that no, sounds like your, no, your porn no, name. No, no, I'm not talking to anybody on this panel because you're all a bunch of snotty little things. Goodbye. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. Quickly right. talk. 
Okay, who's getting divorced? Hottie, hottie couple Halle Berry and Olivier Martinez are divorcing after two years of alleged blissful marriage and a baby. They had a baby together. Um, They are going to be, it's an amicable, I guess, divorce. It's both are citing irreconcilable differences. Both did file together. Um, so neither one is, you know, saying... Do you is, like is him? Taking the bl- I think he's hot. Yes, I do. I like him. I'm happy Caitlin, he's single. do you like him? Ugh, don't ask her, please. She doesn't probably know who we're talking about. Oh, there you go. Anyway, so of course you were. Of course you were. Okay, okay. See now you're now you're like channeling Chris Jenner, and you make me want to throw up. Um. So anyway, so neither is requesting uh, spousal support. Well, because you know, I think we all know for the obvious reasons, and also because of the prenup that they signed. Um, anything that Hallie has made and any of her assets are. Not any of his property, as stated. And actually, she prenup. hasn't done much in the last two years, right? So. And he really hasn't done much either. Now about the baby, um, of course, they are respectful. You know, they're respectful to one another, and they want to do the right thing for their child. So they're keeping everything hokey pokey, finoki, and um, they'll talk about child support down the road and see what you know a fair thing is for the child and who's going to if it's going to be 50-50 custody or you know 70-30 or or whatnot. So later on in the year we shall know the details if anyone cares about their child. Actually I don't even know I only know one movie he was ever in. I don't even know what movies he's ever I remember been in. he was in one of my favorite movies with Diane Lane and Richard Gere and I love the soundtrack and it was the sexiest thing. Is that the one on the beach where like No, it's um no that I was that was that, that was Nicholas Nicholas Sparks's Rodanth, which the book was so much better. This Unfaithful. is the one where he was trying to murder her. Yes, unfaithful. Unfaithful. And, no, no, not trying to, un, no, no, not trying to murder her. Um, she. He was cute. She was having an affair with him. Olivia Martinez. Yes, right. Diane Lane was. Richard Gere found out, and got jealous, and, and you know, impulsively, killed through him. a crime of passion, killed, killed him, him with the snow globes and. Every time Richard went away, he used to bring Diane a snow globe from a travel. And it was so funny because when Richard walked into Olivier's uh, studio, he saw the snow globe. And that's how he really definitely knew that she was banging him. And in a crime of passion and impulsively, he hits him with the snow globe. How could anybody cheat on Richard Gere? I know he's hot. But then how could you not with Olivier Martinez? See, I don't like him that much. But. Oh, he was he's very French sexy. And, mm, oh, very I sexy. I would go out and with him big in a minute, lips you know. that you just want to... Oh, I would go out with him in two seconds. Yeah. He was very yeah, hot. Very good looking. I bet you he likes chicks like me. Stylish and classy, you know? Probably not. But um, <laughs> but a source, now a quote-unquote source close to the couple says that they both have fiery personalities. Oh, I believe so, that. I believe that. I've heard she's a bit of a, of a, of a, um, I don't want to say bitch, deeper, but, deeper, but a, she's a bit of you know, a handful. Was mar- wasn't she married to somebody she's else She's been married three ago? times. She's David Justice, the- 1993. And, and she then- burned his house down. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Or was that no no that was um that was one of the uh TLC crew. She oh, burned the house down. Okay, I thought that was Haley Berry. No, that's not <laughs> Haley Berry. Haley Berry won the Oscar for I know, she, I know she won an Oscar, but I also thought she burned the house down on no. her boyfriend when he cheated my no, husband when he cheated no, no, on no, her. No, no, no. And then she was married to um Eric Bono? No. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the, the Eric Benet. Eric Benet. He, he's Benet. fabulous. Oh, yes. Eric Benet. And that marriage didn't last. And now this is number 3. So she's on her way to oh. following the lovely high heels of Elizabeth Taylor and there you go. Britney Spears and uh, no, 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 and no. how many more? I was Kim married. Kardashian. I was married a few times. I've got kids all over the place. Oh God! I and, think I have some sons and daughters. I think. 
I think I have some sons. I'm not sure. Do I have any sons? Yes, you do. You oh, have okay. like three. Oh, I have three sons. <laughs> I believe. Oh, my three sons. You're you have Brody. Um, <laughs> I don't even know their names. Oh, Brody and Brady Brody and, and Somebody else. <laughs> Brody, Brady, and Brady. <laughs> what do There's I know? three of them. I don't know. Somebody in the chat room. What are the Brenner, uh, the Jenner's names? Uh, Brody. Um, then there's the other one. And then I think there's like another one that we've never heard of or seen. And then if you want to call the Kardashian kid yours, well, yeah, I guess you have one too there. That's right. So That's what's everybody funny. going for as Halloween? I'm going as Ron Russell. Oh, I'm sorry. That's tragic. And for you, Jimmy? I don't have any idea. Oh, why? <laughs> you know what? It's weird because Halloween, I, I like Halloween for all the spooky stuff, but I don't like dressing up. Oh, I love dressing We're up. We're invited to three parties and we're invited to go to a club. Oh. So we don't know where we're going. I might just stay home because I'm too gorgeous, beautiful, and fragile no to be No one should stay public. home on Halloween. It's Halloween. Yes, but you know, people may look at me and think I'm a transsexual. Or transgender. Yeah. Or transgender when I'm not. I'm a girl. <laughs> Sometimes. With a penis. With a penis. Okay. And hairy underarms. <laughs> and, and a hairy chest. But those are the hormones. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't exactly get an IQ in high school. Ch Chad, are you doing, uh, Chad, are you dressing up for Halloween? Hmm. I haven't decided to dress up, but we are playing a gig and I've been informed that I should. So I don't know. It's going to be a coin toss. Absolutely. Oh, I, no, you have to. Oh, That'd be so no. fun. Go as a pirate with a ripped shirt, show those muscles in your arms. Or go as a Chippendale dancer. Oh, that's Dang. even better with a G-string. Go as Magic Mike. Yeah, there you go. I'll Magic send you a cocksock. You can wear one. <laughs> that would be so funny. Then Magic take Mike. pictures. Send me pictures. Cocksock is an underwear, Chad. Yeah, it's not I, I got it. Right. No, that's <laughs> a cock ring. That's an underwear line that we promote. Awesome. Send me a pair. I don't wear cocksocks. Send me a pair. Of course, you know, I got to keep the banana from swinging in my gowns. Chicks with... You know, when, you, when I walk... Chicks right. <laughs> with cocksocks. Right. There it is. When I walk... When Every I, man's fantasy. When I walk, Apparently. it looks like somebody's under there. You know, oh, under my skirt. <laughs> Banging away. Oh. So who's going to watch tonight? We have the uh, Republican debates, the GOP no, debates No, tonight. tonight is the horror movie. Which one? The horror show. Which horror American show? American Horror Story. American Hotel. Horror oh. Story. Screw them all. Yeah, but American Horror Story will come on late and the debates will come ahead of time. Debates oh, start, debates, I think, at 7 or 8 o'clock tonight, depending on where you are, whether you're Central They're all a bunch of liars. I know, but it's curious to see and what they lies they're going to spit out. I'm telling you, they say things that they make up that I know that they make up these things because I was told that they make up these things because you know they make up these things. Oh, my God. Do you think they make up those things? Oh, my God. I'm going to have a heart attack. I can't. Can I leave now? Is the show over yet? Oh, I don't know why everybody's so upset with me. <laughs> Can I go? Fire me, please. I quit. I have an acting class. I have to go. God damn it. Look at <laughs> Kenneth, why don't we have acting class tonight? I love my acting coach, by the way. I think he's awesome. Kenneth McGregor. Look at me. How pretty I am. An extremely talented man. You're going to need a recall after all this is over. I'm going to need like a, 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 valium, a therapy. <laughs> I need a vacation. Who wants to fly me somewhere? Please. I beg 80? you. Anybody? Actually, Chen Zia says she's not watching the debate except for between commercials between the New York Mets and the oh yeah and the yeah because the New York Mets need to Royals. kick some ass against the Royals because I was not oh, happy yeah, about that yeah. last night. That was a really really good game, but I did not like when they went into the tenth inning and then we lost. Damn it, Mets! But you guys will you'll get them. Chad, do you watch baseball? No, but when I used to live in Kansas City, we go to Royals games all the times and. Uh, that's about where I love baseball. I yeah, me too. City. I love baseball. Kansas I'm really a Red City. Sox fan at heart, but anytime New York's in the World Series, I, I always root for them because New York is my home team. So. 
Show. It's so uh, like ready for you to come out of character because this is like driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is like enough. City, Overkill. Here I, come. I can't do two hours of this. <laughs> oh, Deirdre, I'm on Deirdre. ten minutes and I want to leave. Elsie, no, call in. Adam, call. Stop being Cut it so early. mean. Stop being too so bad. mean. Too bad. Deirdre, sing too the bad. song. There's a Blumenio's outlet. Oh, no, we do sing need you to sing the song. Jingle Why? bells. We couldn't think it. Jingle oh. bells. Jingle bells. Jing oh, no, it's it's jingle bells. Batman smells. Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost its wheel and the Joker took ballet. Hey, but we changed bells, it to Batcatwoman. Sing it again with wait, Catwoman. Well, then a Joker, the Catman. Because we're going to play Julie uh, Numa's tape soon. Oh, um. Actually, we need to play that. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, the Catwoman. No, the wheels. The Batmobile lost its wheel and the Catwoman got away. Oh, the Catwoman. <laughs> Actually, Chad, how long is that Julie Newmore interview? It's only like four minutes or something, right? Five minutes? Yeah, I don't have a counter. It's like something like that, three or four. How about let's play it real quick? <laughs> hey, everybody. This is, hang on. You, inter you introduce, introduce it. This is before I had my tits put in and changed to a woman. And I used to be Ron Russell. And I did this, 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 this what is it called? Invitation? Interview. Oh, this interview I did with this woman with white hair uh, three days ago. At the convention center, and you know her as Catwoman from Batman, and she's gorgeous and fabulous and a friend, and I love her so much, and I really hope that you're going to enjoy this interview because I enjoy doing this interview for you. So just watch what you can and have a cup of coffee while you're watching it and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Oh my God, I'm so yep. tired. <laughs> Julie Newmar, everybody. Here you go. Yeah. Hi everybody, Ron Russell here. I've got to tell you, this is the most exciting interview I'm doing at this convention. It's my pal Julie Newmar, the most gorgeous woman in the world with legs that go from here to Chicago and then back. Beautiful lady. You may remember her from uh, Annie Open. No, not uh, Little Abner when she came out of the missile, that gorgeous creature. And then of course we know you uh, with my other friends. In the movie that you're singing, it, a Brothers. Oh, Seven Brides for Seven, seven Brides for Seven Brothers with my pal. Howard, James Howard, no. and Howard Newkeel. The blonde. Seven Brides. Seven Brides. Oh, are you talking about Oh, yes. I can't remember her name. Isn't it terrible? We're thinking too fast. That's I why. So. Ruta Lee. Ruta Lee, who I love and adore. Anyway. Everybody does. This gal. Is one of the nicest people in show business. She's kind, she's soft, she's sweet, she's a poetess, she reads. She sent me the most beautiful friend letter, handwritten, that I've never gotten in my life. That's old style Hollywood for you. Not today, where they brush you off if they can't make a buck off you. Am I right? I won't second that, but you are right. <laughs> she's adorable, she's sweet. Julie, tell me, what are you doing now besides reading? I know you read. Oh, well, you know what? I do everything on the computer. Really? Yes, yeah, I can do it from home. I can write. I write a book on the computer. I, I do a lot of graphic arts and things like that. And, of course, my garden is pretty famous. Yes, I know about the roses. Now, listen, if you've written a book, you might want to come on our TV show to promote it. We go out to 28 million people. We're all over with international. The Jimmy Star Show, look us up. We're big chicks. We're not little people. We're big now. Not like set the record straight, where I used to do the legends of Hollywood, like Jane Russell, Tampa, Laura McCall. I had all of those on my show. You were supposed to come on my show. 
but unfortunately, my health failed for a little while, and we had to cancel the show. So, but we're going to bring it back when we get back to California, and I'd love for you to come on my set the record straight, because that gives you the opportunity to set the record straight about anything that's been said about you in your life that is not correct. You kidding me? Well, I wouldn't do that. I oh, yes, Jane Russell did. You know what she oh, said? she's fabulous. You know, she's my best friend. I took her everywhere. We were like this. Like we were, I'm Ron Russell. She's Jane. We were married or I was a son. Jane Russell on my show, you know what she said? I was a 36B. I was never a 44 double D. I wasn't a cow. Because she hated the fact that they made an emphasis on her bosoms being so gigantic. But I heard in Howard Hughes built that, had that bra built for her. Wait, but she never wore it. It was uncomfortable. She kicked it under the bed. She put tissue paper over her. Bra. So remember years ago the bras had the thing, the seams that spun around? That's what showed up in the film. So she put tissue over the bra and went out there and nobody knew. And you looked at it like this and he said, great. She said the bra was like a candle lift. It, it, it was uncomfortable. Cantilever. Thank you very much for correcting me. It was my age, you forget everything. But anyway, Hollywood is a fascinating town. It still is. I had a patent for pantyhose. So we have yeah. forty-five years. So when you're done, you look more pomacious. Pomacious. Yes. Apple in French. Uh -huh. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I no, do it now. We're going to say Okay. And we'd love for you to come on the Jimmy Star Show, co-host Ron Russell. You Skype in. You Skype in. And please come in and tell us about your book so we can promote your book. And you know, send me a copy, sign it, and I'll read it, and I'll talk about it. And we'll get it out to over 28 million of our fans and viewers. So that'll be good. Because you're an angel. And I'm so happy that you found time for me. And you always look glamorous, Hollywood, movie star, beautiful, perfect. Would you look at this lady? She's a perfection. Anyway, my sweetie, give me a kiss goodbye. And I love you. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on TV, honey. And thank you again for the interview. Good to see you. And thank you, Harlan, for setting this up. Harlan Bowe. Thank you so much, Harlan. Bye now, everybody. There you go. There we go, everybody. So that's Ron Russell interviewing Julie Newmar. And now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show our next guest. We have Elsie and Adam Ginsberg. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Oh, I don't hear you. Chad, do you hear them? I do not hear them. Hey, you guys, there's something wrong with the sound. Turn your sound on or something. I can't hear you. I th can you hear me? Nod, yes. Yeah, so oh, they must be able to. Yeah. Yeah, they can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to... hear you. See if you have your volume on. Yeah, they're saying they do. Huh. Well, volume would be speakers. You need to find out what the microphone's set on. Oh, make sure find it's... out what the microphones are set on. <laughs> And while we're while we're working on the microphones, I'm gonna like while he's working on the microphones, I'm gonna say you can hear the Jimmy Star Show on W4CY Radio with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh yeah. WROM Radio in Detroit, 
Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Planet Radio Network in New York, L.A., Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, K4HD Radio in L.A., WBAD Radio in Washington, D.C. We're also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And you can see our videos on Roku Television, YouTube, Vimeo, and JimmyStarsWorld.com. Let's see. Can, say something. Can we hear you? No. Hmm. I wonder why. All right, try this. We'll try calling back. Try calling us back. I wonder, wonder why. I wonder who, boom, who wrote the book of love. Get it, Ron. I mean, tell me, Kate tell Land. me, Kate tell me. <clears throat> Not it's Kate Land. Sorry, Kate, Kate Land. It's very I, feminine. I'm no way trying to be Caitlyn Jenner. I'm being Kate Land. Where everybody, everybody lands. Likes to lands on Where her. Everybody <laughs> likes lands to on land her. on me. <laughs> they like to land in her mound. Oh, I'm mountainous. I feel so bad because I love them. Adam, Adam and we'll get them Elsie's back. my sweetie. They're coming pies. on. Um, for those of anybody that, for those of anybody, oh hi English, Deirdre. Mm. <laughs> well, try English French. is my is my second language. Um, for anybody that's interested in going to Bloomingdale's outlet in New York City, guess what, girls and boys? There's one opening up. November 21st on the Upper West Side, 2085 Broadway. And that's going to be between uh, 71st and 72nd Street. I know I'll be there. there My go. old so neighborhood. Excited. Hey, Chad. Hi, uh, Captain. I see the thing see? spinning and spinning. Like, does that mean they're not calling in? No. I've, as far as I see them now, it has a clear circle in it, which means you usually log off. But uh, what are you seeing that's spinning? Oh, I have a little thing that's just spinning, like a little circle that's spinning and spinning, and I'm not sure why. Because I was going to say, otherwise, maybe we can call them. I can try again. Okay, see how that works. I love them. I want to see them. They will. They'll be on. We have, we have, a, They'll be on. We we have, have plenty tons of time. of time. Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset. Okay, here we go. Let's see if they're, they're coming on. Now, let's see if we can get any sound this time. Sound check? Nope. No, nope. oh, it's still no sound. Oh, shoot. Hey, everybody, it's live <laughs> from Saturday night. <laughs> hey, if you guys have a webcam, give me a one. Do you guys have a webcam or is it you doing it off the computer? Give a one if it's a webcam. Two if it's a built-in cam. Two if it's a built-in camera. I don't know if they can hear us now. Can you guys hear me? Okay, it's a two. It's a two. Oh, so it's built-in. Hmm. Um, one for Windows, two for Apple. Yeah, I guess you can call on Skype yeah, on your you can, you can call Skype on your phone or call in. Uh, no, you can't Skype on the phone. It won't work. Group Skype won't work. No, what oh, they can do is they can stay logged in like this. We'll have video with no sound, but they can call in. Hmm. Yeah, stay on so Skype. So it'll be kind of weird. Yeah, stay five, six, one. Good thinking, D. Yeah. Five, six, one, six, two, three, nine, four, two, nine. That way we can still see you off of the computer, but we'll hear you on the phone. And so, I mean, it won't, the, I want it won't to... sync up, but as long as we can see you. And hear you. How do you put it on speaker so we can also hear Elsie? I just want to die. Diarrhea. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you just played Freddy? that. Actually, you should have played it by your computer so we could hear. Uh, here, hit it um, again. Hang on, let's see if they're there. Yeah, hello. Oh, there we go. Here we are. <laughs> All right, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We have Adam and Elsie Ginsburg from Twitch Twitch Productions. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. There you go. Elsie, you got to say hello because when you wave, I want people to hear your voice. So say hello. Hello, darling. 
There we go. All right, everybody. Um, so we have a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm having fun watching this thing, watching uh, um, this lovely lady holding her boobs this whole time. <laughs> this, is, this is Kate Land. Because everybody lands on me. <laughs> this is Kate Land, and I'm Conchita, and this is... I'm a witch. And that's Deirdre. <laughs> and, and you are, and I'm going to speak in my own voice now because you're two special people. Too special for me that I'm going to do silly stuff. Uh, Elsie is a dreamboat, and Adam, of course, is her knight in shining armor. They have the most wonderful marriage, love story. They're a beautiful people. I love them. I, I've only known them a short time. It's slight, small incidents, but you know, some people you just meet and you fall in love with. Elsie has a personality that just is just mesmerizing or charming or loving or sweet. Uh, that's because she's a Puerto Rican, and you know I love Puerto Rican people because they have the <laughs> No, it's true. Americans, you know, sometimes these waspy people could be very Jewish people. I like very much because they're like a town. No, we're very, we look. We like to eat. We love our kids, and we talk a lot. The wasps are very snobby. They just. I was married to one. They just stand there like statues, like saying, you know, make it up, do it. I'm too tired, or I've drunk too much. But Elsie has that wonderful. I mean, I grew up with Puerto Ricans in my school, LIC in Queens, and I used to go to the parties. Forget about it. I mean. Gee, I stood up for one of my friends who married a Puerto Rican girl, Gloria Hermandez, I believe her name was. Anyway, Elsie, besides being a fabulous Puerto Rican, is a gorgeous woman who is talented, who puts together the most incredible horror shows. She's a delicious delight. Well, with Adam's help. <laughs> Adam is... Adam, a little bit. He says a little bit. No, Adam is the steel beam behind the woman. Now, I'll let Elsie tell you whatever she wants to tell you. I'm not telling anything until Elsie tells you what she wants. And then I know that you're going to understand why I think she's my hero. Let's go, baby, you. go. Hey, you guys, go. So, first of all, now, tell everybody a little bit about what you do, first of all, because you guys are the, the founders of Twitch Twitch Productions and of the Macabre Fair Film Festival, which is how we met you guys at your festival. And I guess that, I don't know, is that considered Long Island? I don't even know. Where yes, it is Long Island. Everything yes. is out on Long Island, and that's where we've been really trying to uh, focus, keep it all there, because the reality is there's not a whole lot of fun stuff for us macabre-loving people out on Long Island, so just want to keep it in our backyard. Long Islanders don't really like to travel much outside of Long Island, so it doesn't make any sense to go outside of the box. So here we are doing what we need to do, and uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Um, you know, it's really... Um, I can't even begin to tell you how inspiring it is to me to know how many people we've been inspiring um, together. Uh, sometimes I underestimate the power of social media. I'm the first to admit that. And there are so many people who have been reaching out and know my story, know our story, know the, uh, the, the battle that I've uh, been dealing with since 2006 with breast cancer. And yet, even with all of that, uh, we still plug along and, and, you know, looking forward to our next Macabre Film Festival this coming January for Martin Luther King Weekend, which is actually going to be our biggest with, uh, I, I think we have like about, I think like 75 hours worth of film that wow. we're going to be uh, screening in a couple of days. Um, we originally were going to just do the film festival for two days, but, it, you know, we actually have to 
take some hours for Thursday and for Friday because we just have so many. So it's really exciting, but at least we're sticking true to the statement, our mission statement, which is to provide a stage and a limelight for all those independent filmmakers who love their craft. Uh, we respect what they do. And at the end of the day, we said it. We said we're going to make sure that we bring in as many films as possible because there's just so many great films out there. And unfortunately, so many get told that they cannot, you know, screen at the festival all because of time constraints. Mm -hmm. And so if it means that we have to spend a little more money just so we have a few more hours so that we can say yes to more filmmakers who deserve to be told yes, then that's exactly what we're going to do, and that's the decision we made like two days ago. Is it going to be a four-day festival then? It's going to be a four-day festival with Saturday and Sunday being the primary day. Saturday evening is going to be our red carpet event uh, from 7 to uh, 11 p.m., I believe it is. But throughout the entire earlier part of the day, we'll have our panels. We're still screening films. We'll have some vendors. And then on Thursday and Friday, what we need to do is we're actually going to have a couple of rooms to screen throughout the day and the night as well. So we're talking, I think I narrowed it down to about 1,400 minutes worth of film on Thursday and Friday. That's a lot. And so we're talking, I think, like uh, three film, three screening rooms on Thursday, three on Friday. Then I think it's five on Saturday and five on Sunday. So we, you know, when we say an amusement park, listen, I'm in Orlando. I love Disney. I love Universal. I love the amusement park feel. And we said the Macaulay Film Festival or anything that we do needs to feel like a park experience or an amusement park experience. So that's exactly what we're doing. We had a blast. I don't know which one we came to. I guess it was two years ago. It was the one in Rockville Center. Yeah. Are you still at Rockville Center? They're overdue. They're overdue. That's that's the bottom line. You're overdue. Yes. We will be coming. coming We have a a film that we're like shooting it. Hopefully, well, hopefully in January, but like maybe if it gets pushed back a little, or it's late, or towards later in the end of January, we're definitely coming. We're definitely busy. We love you guys. Busy. Yeah, we're very busy uh, with it all. And, you also, and wait, excuse me. And you know, we only go comp. <laughs> They're going to comp you. Relax. I'm only teasing. I don't, you know what? Because we're invited to so many things. If we had to pay for everything, you know what? We don't get a return on it. You know, we pay and then we go and then we shoot all the film and we don't make a nickel. So I like to get comped. You know that. Elsie, Elsie, Elsie. Elsie, Elsie, I have a story that I want everybody to hear. Uh, I went on my uh, Facebook page a couple of weeks ago and I asked everybody, and I don't usually do this, for positive energy and prayers for my cousin Bertha. We were called into the uh, North Shore Hospital. My cousin Bertha was dying and they gave her less than a few hours. The entire family got there. We gathered around her and we, you know, they prayed and whatever, whatever. And then we left. Well, I want you to know it's weeks later, and now she's going into a medical hospice because her kidneys are functioning, and uh, the infection she had in her body is gone, and some of the cancer has remissed. So you see, there is something in everybody praying for you. Darius, um, you know... We pray for you, my Elsie. We pray for you. So I'm going to ask everybody out there, we have 28 million people, please pray for this girl to kick this stupid, stupid flu she's got and make it go away uh, and make her well and uh, strong and I know it's going to work because millions of people wishing you well going to do it baby I believe in positive energy don't you 
I have to tell you, there are there are times. I'm not going to say that there's a lot of those times, but there are times that um, when I'm alone, I open the door and cancer's at the door, you know, and it looks a little bit scared sometimes. And so um, that's because I refuse. There's so much going on in my mind. I can't even begin to tell you. And just to catch up the viewers and the listeners, uh, the reason why I, you know, uh, I guess we're, we're, we're talking about this so wholeheartedly is because um, I've been battling stage 2 cancer since 2006, breast cancer. But then um, uh, I think, what, like two and a half months ago now, I was diagnosed uh, with metastatic uh, breast cancer, which essentially is terminal breast cancer, stage 4. Um, you know, on average, women live about three to five years uh, with this cancer. So I'm, at this point of game, I'm about three months in. Um, but, you know, in my heart of all hearts, um, right now, my goal is to reach 50. I'm going to be 44. So already, I've added six years to the, ex- the average. So you can see that's my personality. I'm not, I, I refuse to believe that I'm only going to be here for another three years. There's just too much going on inside of me. There's too much fire. There's too much passion. There's too much drive. And, uh, I'm watching Adam's face, and I see such distraught in Adam's face. You have to be there for Adam because Adam could never live without you. <laughs> and I can't cry because my fucking mascara will run you, bitch. <laughs> well, I think the world is behind you. I think everybody's behind you and everybody's wishing everything to be well. And you guys have given back so much to the community, especially the horror community, you know, um, because it is a huge community and everybody does pull together and everybody does work. You've given so much back. We just had Ed Young, um, you know, earlier on the show. And before he left, he said he was so happy we had you guys coming on and that you guys were such an inspiration for him and helped him out of such difficult Mm -hmm. times in the past. And he's so happy to know you and work with you. And and you guys are just so inspirational that I think that um, I think it's all going to come around and it's going to work out. And everybody's behind you. We have to read what somebody in our chat room just wrote. Jimmy, you read it. I haven't got glasses on. It says a healer's power stems not from any special ability but from maintaining the courage and awareness to embody and express the universal healing power that every human being naturally possesses. Eric Michael Leventhal. I don't know who that is. but Well, it's somebody smart because positive, you know, I know people that got depressed and said, I wish I were dead. And guess what? They got their wish. And I also know people that said, screw you. I'm not going to die. I've got a lot of shit to do like me. You know, I'm 50 years old again, again, and again. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm not, I have no one. I just married a, a guy. Like a week or two younger than me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway I, I have no intention of croaking for the next 25 years because I've got shit to do with this crazy guy. And you know what? My doctors are amazed at how I, I go in with little issues and I get rid of them. Positive thinking. You've got to do the method of Dr. Silver's method of mind control. It's a wonderful book. Get it. He teaches you how to get rid of these things through uh, self going into yourself and finding it and casting it away. Uh, These things do work. The power of the mind is greater than the power of the surgeon's uh, knife, I believe. And I know you're going to make it. And at your 50th birthday, I'm coming like this. (laughs) But with a prettier. I I, I I hope so. I'm going to come. Absolutely. I'm wearing this dress if if it doesn't fall apart. Have you guys thought about 
Oh, hey, Elsie, have have you guys thought about, and this topic might be a little taboo, Holistic. but um, some of the cannabis oils or anything, I don't know if it's legal yet or illegal or whatever, who cares? but they're fine. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Because if I can get a hold of it, I'll send it. Um, and I don't care if the feds here, <laughs> um, but I reading articles, whether they're true or not, um, you know, I mean, I haven't met anybody yet that's, that's used it. So I, I don't know the, if it's verified, but they're saying that cannibal oil or some, <laughs> some form of cannabis oil is curing cancers, all kinds of cancers. And I just think that that would be something to consider. And I also think, one thing that I'm shutting up, I also think Adam's tremendous love for her. Oh, absolutely. He is sending such positive healing energy towards her because his wishes are so so strong that he's giving her the strength and the healing well, he's power. he's her strength. There you go. I love you, my <laughs> Here's a, I love you guys. Um, no, I as, hear, as, you know, as far I, as I, the cast, this one I'll post. There, there have been many people who have been um, offering this to me, uh, quite frankly. Um, just, just so we're clear, um, I'm pretty damn good about dealing with the pains that I feel because we have not found a pain medication that works for me. I'm actually allergic or have a real um, hypersensitivity to a lot of, uh, you know, oxycodone and all that sort of thing. So I, I pretty much ride the wave, and I'm kind of used to it at this point. Um, I have tried the cannabis oil. Um, I, I, I happened to, you know, come across it, and I, I, it didn't do anything for me. Um, it, the, the positive results, I guess, uh, lasted for maybe 30 minutes, and then I found myself needing to take it again, and uh, again, the results lasted for 30 minutes, and by results, I mean it kind of really subdued some of the, the pains that I felt. Right. But then what started happening is my, my appetite started going through the roof and I started feeling way too relaxed mm. uh, to the point of not liking how I was feeling. So right. I kind of started weighing out, you know, do I deal with the pains or do I kind of ride out this whole relaxation bit? I'm not one to be that way, so I let it go. Um, but I'm sure it works for some people who have excruciating pains in their bones. And I'm sure I'll get to that point. And when I get there, I don't want cannabis oil. You're going to roll me a blunt at that point, And we're just going <laughs> to smoke that on the kitchen chocolate. I can't wait for that. What is that? <laughs> I'm not there yet. I don't plan to be there for a while. I don't think you're ever going to get there. You don't plan to ever be there. There you go. You know? Everybody in the in the chat room is is so ex upset about this. They're wishing you so many wonderful warm wishes. Already we have all that strong energy stuff going towards you, and once it hits you, it's going to go through the body and just get rid of anything that shouldn't be there. And again, I repeat, what's our what's our audience, Jimmy? What do you mean? How we many have two people? Two and a half million regular listeners. So we go to like eighty million. But so I'm going to ask regular. again, and I, all the English speaking countries. Please send Elsie McCobb all your positive thoughts and energies and healing powers. And I know there are a lot of people Elsie out there. Elsie Ginsburg. Elsie Ginsburg, yeah. Oh, well. Well, it's also Elsie McCobb. McCobb. I, I know her as Elsie. <laughs> I, you know, I push her because of her, her, benef her uh, shows. Anyway, it, it's Elsie Ginsburg McCobb. <laughs> or Elsie McCobb Ginsburg. All right, so whatever. We just, want everybody just Honey to Bunch Elsie is good. Send in positive vibes. And Halloween is coming. And you guys are doing you are Twitch Twitch production. So one thing is because uh, well, I'm going to play a video clip because we only have like 10 minutes and I, I want to play a video clip um, for you guys. But first of all, I want to congratulate you, Adam. We had you on the show like, I don't know, before Ron was on the show many years ago. And you were kind of like 
kind of just getting started in acting, and I went on your IMDb, and now you're like king shit on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> you have like all these credits that you didn't have before. You know, you were you had that character that you did, and now you've got all these great movies. I noticed you even did uh, you even did a movie where you play a zombie, Zombie Killers, Elephant's Graveyard with Misha Barton, D. Wallace, and Billy Zane, which we've had D. Wallace on the show, and. You're in Sheriff Tom versus Zombies, but the one I want to pick out, because you guys always seem to bring everything back to Long Island. I think this is really cool. So you got this movie, The Long Island Serial Killer, and um, uh, is this your film? I know you're in the film, but is this also your film? Did you, like, write it or direct it or produce it or something? It's actually um, uh, a situation where I came on board as a producer of the film. Uh-huh. Uh, initially, I was brought in as an associate producer. I was elevated to uh, producer, the, the work that I was doing, that I really liked. And um, I had cast most of that film, including The Killer, and it was about four or five weeks before we were about to uh, roll that the director uh, had a falling out with the guy who was playing The Killer. And at that point, I got a phone call late one night, and I was, uh, you know, kind of alarmed, like, how, what are we going to do? You know, we're all set, everything's in place. And um, he said to me at the time, he said, well, we already have a replacement. I said, well, who is this? I don't know anything. And he said, well, it's a guy that uh, I've seen plenty of photos of. I've caught some uh, video of. I've spoken to some of the directors already he's worked with, and his name is Adam Ginsberg. And I about fell off my chair, because <laughs> at that point I wasn't really, <laughs> you know, I was so into the producing side. As, as much as I love acting, I, I really... I thought maybe I'd do like a Stan Lee, he went that way type of thing, you know, cameo or whatever. And uh, I remember calling um, uh, Joe, who was uh, the writer and, and producer, director of it uh, at that time, and he said, uh, just give me Bundy. He said, that's who I want you to model this after. So I immediately um, kind of cut myself off from a lot of the day-to-day communication, the producer side of things, let everybody know, look, I've got to play the antagonist here, and I'm probably going to be killing a few of you, so <laughs> I can't really be uh, chummy. And I spent um, the next four weeks really uh, doing a lot of research on Ted Bundy and associated killers to the point where I'd be up late at night kind of scaring myself listening to these guys talk and such. And then we rolled, and Elsie uh, was there as, um, as the, uh, the AD, and um, she also did some voice work in the film. And uh, it was really a wild 12-day experience. We shot this thing, uh, trying our best to handle a true crime situation in a tasteful way, not be just all about exploitation. For those who know about the Gilgo Beach murders and uh, the still unsolved uh, Long Island serial killer case, it has to do with escorts and stuff. And we did our our best to really humanize um, the victims in this. And I think we did a really nice job. It's available on uh, Best Buy Online, FYE Online, Amazon.com, uh, uh, Barnes & Noble. Hey, you can, okay, you can on, pick it up now. Hold, hold, hold that so. thought for a second. Chad, do you have the trailer? I kept it. Okay, so here what? You guys, uh, you introduce it, and we're going to play the trailer so everybody who's watching can actually see it. And, uh, and cool. then you can tell them where to go watch it. Hey. All right, so you introduce it. Ingo Guys, the Long Island Serial Killer from Twitch Twitch Productions and Misk Movie. A gruesome discovery on Long Island this morning. The search for missing New Jersey resident and online escort Cheryl Graham led to the discovery of several bodies in an area off Yogo Beach. If you saw a way out of a future of poverty, wouldn't you go for it, even if it were a little risky? Hi. Did you call for a date? 
10 bodies they found, and none of them are Tina or your friend Cheryl. Hello there. This shit's been happening since the days of Jack the Ripper. <clears throat> Not the first girl I've tied to this chair. I'm a suspect because of you now. There's no coincidence here that you're down here with me right now. <laughs> she was with you one minute, and the next she's gone without a trace. No, I never I saw this girl before in my life! <laughs> You know what has to do with this. Who is this? Yeah. So that's it, everybody. The Long Island serial killer, of which we have the serial killer on the line right now, Mr. Adam Ginsberg. And so this came out this year, right? Yes. Actually, we, uh, we, we, through distribution, got on sale August 25th of this year. The movie was finished two summers ago. We premiered in Manhattan, uh, had a really great premiere. We showed it on Long Island for about two weeks uh, at a theater out east. And then we sat in sort of distribution limbo, waiting on uh, a, a final edit that the distributor side wanted to take the, the time down. Uh, tighten up the story a little bit on the editing side, and it took a while, but now it's out there, and uh, it's pretty neat. <laughs> pretty neat to have it out there. So it's called the Long Island Serial Killer, everybody. Okay, good. Yeah, we're, we're from Long Island. Did you know, guys know that? We're from Garden City, Long Island, my kids and myself. Oh, really? Yeah, and I lived for years in Astoria, Queens, and then in my later years moved to Long Island to Setauket and to Garden City and, and Oyster, Bay. Oyster Bay Cove. And yeah, right. so we're we're all over Long Island. I love Long Island. I want to get a house out in Sag Harbor when I get a million dollars, because that's what they call. Why don't you guys I'll, I'll rent your garage. Yeah, she'll rent your garage. Right, uh, they're a million bucks for like a fixer upper. Imagine a fixer upper a million bucks. What the call? Now, what, Adam, no. when you did all these movies, are you union or are you non-union? Uh, at this point now, I'm uh, SAG eligible. I'm okay. not in the union, so I can still dabble in indie work. Um, but, you know, it, it's been, um, I've never really uh, gunned that I have to get into union, so I was only going after, like, union jobs or union background or things like that. I really just enjoy bringing characters to life. So opportunities where I had a chance to really uh, flesh out and, and bring a character up the page um, was what I leaned towards and what I sort of went for with auditions and stuff. And I've been very fortunate that, over my film career, I've landed a lot of neat roles and, and strong supporting or unique characters. All of this from playing Salvatore Rizzo when I told him he was going to be the star of my play, The Living Dead Mafia, and he said, no way. I don't even know how to act. And I said, just hold on tight and I will teach you. And I'll look at him, SAG eligible. What the hell? Yeah. That's funny. Right. That's when we had you on the show. You were Salvatore Rizzo when we right. had you on the show the first time. Now, how did you That's get right. these movies? Do you have an agent, or did you go through like uh, a breakdown services, or you network a lot? I network my ass off. Honestly, I I don't have an agent. I've been uh, trying to find one. Not an easy thing. They, I guess, find you. Um, I really bust my butt uh, looking for roles. There's a couple of online services that I use. I have some things that are automated that come to my my phone every day and, and, you know, there are audition opportunities. I send in my photo and such and, and hope for the best. But really for me, it's been a lot of networking, um, just, you know, trolling uh, online casting sites and things like that. And um, I guess it also helps and it doesn't hurt to 
to be part of the Incredible Film Festival, as I am. And uh, on top of that, I have a couple of radio shows of my own. So I'm kind of out there in a consistent basis. My, one of my radio shows, I like to bring on filmmakers and such and interview them. And, you know, um, if that opens up doors down the road, that opens up doors, too. So... Whatever way I can find the role, it's, it's a good role, and it's, it's right for me. Having a film festival, though, where everybody's like doing films and you're talking to them, and, you know, and then they're submitting to your film festival, you're getting to meet people, and you can always say, hey, you know, like, if I'd love to be considered for your next film or love to read for your next film or something like that since you've got all the filmmakers coming. And uh, I mean, I would imagine that would be at least helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever you're, you're doing a film where you need, like, a psycho bitch like me that's a crazy guy dressed as a woman... I'll do it. I look good as a woman. I'll good as a guy. I'll kill everybody on the set. <laughs> or if you need shit. a handsome older man to play like somebody who does something, he, he I like him better when he's not a woman. <laughs> I do too. It's very uncomfortable being a woman. Trust me. The makeup, the eyelashes. I know. Tell me about I, it. I hate oh, it. I, 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 just, I, I, I don't mind it when he's right, a woman. Elsie, when we have to shave our legs, print our face, shave. put makeup on. I, oh. I wish. I, yes. High heels. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. But I got to tell you, and, and, and I can say this, I can joke about it. Um, ever since I lost my boots, I got to tell you, not wearing a bra for the last seven years nice. has been fucking wonderful. <laughs> and and my shirt fit amazing. Like, now I can wear, like, a button-down shirt. And, you know, when you wear the shirts and they're, like, just busting right yeah. there because your tits are right yeah. there. <laughs> and, and now I'm just, like, I put them on and they fit all nice and flush. And I got to tell you, there's some perks to not having boobs. I have a story. I did drag years ago professionally. I used to imitate, impersonate Jane Russell. And I was going to a club, and I decided to get dressed at home and get in the car and drive. to the, It was at the treehouse out on Long Island 100 years ago. And you know what? My tits get getting caught in the steering wheel. I had to push the seat all the way back. Tits are very uncomfortable. And they, they get in the When you lay on your side, they get stuck under your armpit. It's they're just like, They're like the testicles. Ass. You know, like testicles. If you sit on a on a leather chair with your testicles, when you get up, you have to peel your testicles off the Aww. chair. If you're naked, if you're naked, have you ever yeah. peeled your testicles off a chair? Everybody does, especially when well, you get to women. Don't. Women, women don't. don't. Right. No, but no. They, they they have to peel their lips off a chair sometimes. Oh, Some women have hanging lips. Well, let's talk turkey here. You know? <laughs> That is true. Somebody, ha some women have very flappy. And when they sit outer, on a chair naked, they stick. Majora labia. Well, the same thing with us. So, 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 so what you're saying is they're very meaty. Yeah. You're saying they're like meat walkers. Wait. They're meaty. They're like meat, meat curtains. No. no <laughs> How many times in the show? So much information here. No, stop it. Or meat curtains. Stop it, Adam. How many times in the summer when you're in Bermuda shorts and you're driving and you get out, you peel your nuts off your thighs? Every guys do. It's part of being a Well, guy. I mean, you peel your thighs off. I remember no, that, like wearing short shorts or driving oh, in like, a bathing suit bottom, you know, from the beach. And I would peel, like, my ass cheeks and my legs off. The all, right, all right, all right. Hold on, hold on, you guys. We only have two minutes, so, like, we have to, like, get some stuff well, in here. Well, we did so. it on a high note because we're happy people and we're fighters and nothing gets us down. Nothing. I'm like the unsinkable mom. Hang on, Brian. though. <laughs> hold on. First of all, okay, so you guys want to, if you guys want to find out when the next Macabre Fair Film Festival is and more information about it, you can go to Facebook.com. We'll be there if we're not out of town working. Hang on, let me put... Shut them. your ass for Facebook.com slash Macabre Fair Film Festival, right? That's it, right, Elsie? Facebook Macabre Fair Film Festival. Uh, don't forget fair ends with an E. Um, and then... Uh, 
And we're just uh, working on the new website on some com, and I'm starting to load up the, the posters and the official selections, of which I think at this point we're at about 132 titles. There you go. And then if you guys want to follow, you can follow. What's the Twitter for Twitch? Twitch. It's Twitch Twitch something with some letters at the end. Twitch LDM. But on Twitter, you can also find Macaulay Film Festival. So we, we have that there as well. And just, just a really quick thing. It is Breast Cancer Month, October. Um, for all those folks making donations to different charities and everything, please visit metsurvivor.org. Um, you know, consider making donations to them. 100% of the donations go to metastatic research. Women like myself, we still need a lot of answers, and there isn't enough money going into research to find out what can cure us. I would love to live another 25 years. It could only happen if we continue to fund the research. Metafiber.org. Make a bargain. Make a bargain with yourself. You want to live 25 years looking as you do now. Because when you get old and wrinkled, it ain't so hot. So, yeah, but uh, so stay as beautiful as you are now for twenty five years. Nice to be alive. That's the deal. Listen, I've done I've done no tits pretty beautifully because I still have my Puerto Rican ass and lips. I'm good. Yeah, and, yeah, I, I, girl, right and on. she still makes get, those great. Get me to eighty. I'm good. She's got that Boricua buns. All right, everybody. So please, <laughs> I love you. Right. I love you. Oh. Please support breast buns. cancer awareness, everybody. Yes, please please do. It. Check out the Long Island Serial Killer. Check out the Macabre Fair Film Festival. We want to thank you guys. We really do. We love you guys. We think you're yes. so fabulous. And we want to thank, thank you. you. We want to wish you a happy Halloween. Happy and anytime Halloween. you need anything to promote, you let us know. We'll bring you back because we really love you yeah, guys. Absolutely. Bet your ass. And, and have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Thank you, everybody. Bye, Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, you guys. Bye, everybody. I'm so All right, so, Chad, have a great Chad, you, Chad, have a great Caitlin. Halloween. Enjoy yourself. Bye. Have a great show. Everybody, next week we've got Rebel Man coming back on the show. We've also got Joshua John Miller. You guys will know him from Near Dark and uh, River's Edge and all kinds of, like, really, really, like, classic movies from the 80s. And it's going to be a lot of fun. So, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in today. Kate Land wants to thank you. That's K-A-T-E-L-A-N-D because everybody lands on me. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye. Happy Christmas. We'll take you out to Jimmy's house. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star.